the life of a stepchild and step parent. That sounds like a Pokemon evolution. I need. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Random Off. And I'm Iz. And welcome to the R&I Podcast. What's going on, guys? Today, we are joined by a very special guest. Drum roll, please. Umberto Ortiz. What's going on? (laughs) I wasn't ready for that intro. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I I gave you a little drum roll. It's all good. What's up, man? How are you today? Uh, doing good, doing good. Just been relaxing all day for Labor Day. Um, nothing too crazy today. Yes, yes, yes. Everybody relaxing today. I know. Yeah. <laughs> now, now with the uh, this this whole California fire weather out out, out here in Vegas, it's kind of yep. pretty bad. Give us know. an overcast. I mean, Gosh. <laughs> even though it blocked the sun, it's still over 113 degrees. Right. Jeez. <laughs> Got to put on our mask with like a tank top. Doesn't make any sense. That's <laughs> yeah, been crazy hot this year. Oh, oh yeah. So yeah, today we're gonna to be talking about the life as a stepchild and a step parent. Um, um, I believe some of you may know that I'm a step parent and is over here. I'm a stepchild. That's right. And <laughs> the one that is joining us is actually both. So he yeah, is he's a hybrid. He's a hybrid. Surprisingly, both. <laughs> <laughs> So we, we thought it would be kind of interesting to hear, you know, we're hearing both sides of the story, but then if, if we get one person that can talk about it and their experience, that'd be a little, um, be pretty, pretty interesting. You know, I, I haven't, I don't know a lot of um, stepchild raising up to be a step parent, you know, besides you now. And it's, um, yeah. you know, it's pretty, I don't know, right now, nowadays it's um, starting to be a little uncommon, so. Yeah, I, I am seeing a lot more stuff, not really Or step- common, I should say, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I am seeing a lot more stuff where it's not really like stepchildren, but it's more like um, adopting rather than um, actually. Yeah, that's a huge husband. trend. That's yeah. a huge trend on YouTube, too. Yeah. So it makes me cry every time. Every time. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And then they're like, it's like, they'll be like 20 years old, the girl or the son will be like 20 years old asking their stepfather or mother to, to adopt them. And I'm like, oh. I- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no. Um, could you give us a little uh, background about you know growing up as a uh, stepchild and you know becoming a step parent? Yeah, so, um, so I was basically a stepchild from half of my life. I'd, I'd say uh, I am twenty two year. I am twenty two now. So basically, since I was eleven, I was a stepchild. Um, both my parents, biological parents, were Hispanic. Then. Obviously, they got divorced. Uh, my mom married in a Caucasian who just went to work with her, obviously. Um, <clears throat> and, yeah, they, they basically just hit it off right away, and he moved in immediately. Um, we don't really see each other as, like, stepchild and stepdad um, ourselves. We kind of just see each other as friends or, like, roommates who live together. Um, just because I was already trying to be a teenager, and I and I knew who my dad was, uh, and I still spent time with him. I was it was more like roommates with my stepdad, um, and kind of like the difference in the dynamic with that and me and my stepdaughter is my stepdaughter is three years old now. Uh, mm-hmm. We've been living together for about nine months now. Um, okay, 
her biological dad calls her like every week or so, but uh, I'm primarily the father figure, and she calls me dad most of the time. So uh, it's like difference between like the the age that I was when my stepdad was around, and then the age yeah. that my daughter is now when I'm around her, kind of thing. Um, oh. So even though I am both, it's like they're, they're both like completely different relationships and how. Um, how the relationship is built is very different between the two, I feel like. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, from what you just said, it makes a lot of sense. Because uh, for me, it was more like uh, it was a short journey for me because um, I was a stepchild at 16. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, like, I was pretty much grown up already and didn't really need that father figure. Um, and uh, and I was also had my little brother, too, so even though – he was younger. He was, he's like five, six years younger than I am. Um, you know, he also probably feels the same way as I do because our, our biological father, he taught us a ton right before we, he, we hit like seven. You know what I mean? We had to, yeah. he made sure, you know, <laughs> we knew, you know, what was right or wrong and all the, you know, all the stuff that, you know, dads do. So, and um, when I, my mom remarried, it was just kind of like a, you know, automatic respect. You know what I mean? You, you got to, um, don't overstep boundaries, even though, you know, someone knew, but now it's just like, well, he family now. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, so it, it didn't really feel any different. Um, and it was, like I said, it was short. So it was like 16, 18, boom. Like, you know, we just, yeah, I mean, like close. he wasn't there to like teach you any important life lessons. He's yeah, like your yeah. dad was there. Right. Yeah. Um, there's also the thing where, um, I'm kind of losing my train of thought. Sorry about that. But no, we're good. We're good. <laughs> um, there's also a thing where I guess he knew that he wasn't going to replace my dad, especially because my dad was still around. Mm-hmm. But um, he didn't want to be at least friends. And my mom did try to make sure it wasn't like a, he's your dad now. She made sure it was like a, you know, she's my husband, but he's not your dad kind of thing. So right. um, she knew how to like separate the two. And she knew that even though she I guess for lack of a better word, she hated my dad. Uh, she knew that I still loved him and, you know, she would respect that. I want my dad to be my dad and my stepdad, right. to be my stepdad. Kind of thing. Right. That makes sense. Um, well, okay. So uh, I have a question. So what advice would you give someone who is going to be a stepchild or a step parent? Like first the child, I guess, and, you know, as a parent. Um, it's gonna, so, so like give advice to someone who is going to be a stepchild. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'd say it's going to be definitely really weird at first. Um, especially cause it's not you who knows them well. It's going to be mm-hmm. your parent who knows them well. Um, but do not be standoffish. Don't immediately hate them. They're not doing anything wrong. They're just there to make your, your parent your parent happy right in their lives um right. unless you obviously see some bad signs right but don't give them like you know don't scold them don't give it the cold shoulder immediately like you know they they care about your parent enough that they want to be part of your lives as well so mm-hmm. you you got to respect their choice in wanting to be in your life as well that's cool yeah that's a good one that's cool um also so for me, when my mom remarried, I found out that I gained two step siblings, um, another brother and another sister, um, and that was exciting for me. You know, I was like, "Wait, am I still the oldest?" And it turned out I was. That was even awesome because yeah. <laughs> uh, gotta listen to me. <laughs> um, but um, 
for for you, did you gain any step siblings or? Yeah. So with my mom marrying my stepdad, I got four step siblings from him. Um, two girls, two two boys. Um, I got along fairly well with the boys because whenever they came over, they would play on my on my PlayStation. Uh, actually, the reason that's the reason why I got a second PlayStation myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then I I actually don't interact with the girls that much. Not even still. Um, because oh, wow. personalities are very different. Yeah. Um, but then when my when my dad actually married my I guess my stepmom, I don't really see her that much. So I don't consider her my stepmom. Right. But when he married, she has two daughters. They they live in Mexico, so I don't see them. But mm. um, when we did hang out, we hung out as like friends kind of thing. So um, but that's because it's a lot more homely and you just get along with everyone more in a Mexican culture. So mm. that's why we got along quicker that way. But so in total, uh, I got I gained like six step siblings. Dang! Wow. Yeah. <laughs> where were you, uh, where, uh, who was the, were you the oldest? Yeah, I was the oldest out of all of them. And that's awesome. and, and, you're, and you're still in contact with all of them, right? Even though um, I don't like I don't like being in contact with like extended family. I feel like uh, with, yeah. if I visit my mom and they're around, um, mm. or if it's their birthday or something, then yeah, I do come over. I do say hi to them and everything. But I don't. I don't usually stay in general contact with a lot of people myself. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I've been, a, I've been a stepdad for, for three years now. Um, mm-hmm. I know with, with their, with their mom, um, not, she is now my fiance now, um, you know, pop that question last year around December, but it, you know, when you, when you go through life, you know, it's really unexpected. You 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 try to plan things out as much as you can. You tell yourself, yeah. um, you know, like I'm gonna, you know, go to school, um, get married, have kids. Boom, you know, that happily ever after. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the happy happily um, happy ever after is not always like that. And it becomes to where you know the the higher being up above throws a, a huge wrench at you, and you're like, oh dang, what is this? And you start to think at first reaction, like, oh, man, I wasn't expecting this. Like, you know, how has she had, you know, she got the three kids. And yeah. um, now it's almost like at first my reaction is like, oh, you know, I wasn't really planning, you know, to be honest. And then all of a sudden I, I fell in love with her and then I fell in love with the kids. And I, I fell madly and deeply in love with them just as much as with her, if, if that makes sense. It's kind of it, it just... It just happened that way, because um, with me, I wanted to get them to. I, I wanted to get to know them more, you know. Yeah. And um, and knowing that when parents, they're always having the kids first. You know, my my thing was like, okay, let me get to know them, and if it doesn't work out, then it works out. It, it doesn't work out, you know. But for her, it was like. This is actually pretty cool, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I have a son now, and I have a um, I got two daughters. Um, they they still um, they still visit their dad um, ever so often. Like I would say, like once or twice a month. Yeah. But it's not really to where he would get them on a routinely um, semi monthly basis um, as he this should. Just kind of random. Know? Yeah, right out of out of nowhere. Like today they were, or yesterday he. They, um, he had picked them up to go to his um, or to the kid's half brother's birthday, you know. So <laughs> it's pretty. <laughs> it's um, it's kind of 
like a jungle, like it's all jumbled up. It's you know, like try, trying to keep up. Um, but you know that they're always asking for the dad. And like earlier you said to just to be their father figure, you know, and that's mainly yeah. what I'm still trying to be even after three years. Um, they don't call me dad, but, you know, sometimes they slip up to their friends or um, their relatives saying, um, yeah, my dad taking me is taking me to the mall. I'm like, oh, snaps, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you, that, know? you know, I've heard that a couple of times. I'm like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> it's happening. It's, it's like happening. it's what's happening. Like Paulina, hey, did you hear that? You know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so, how was your reaction when um, she started to call you um, dad? Um, well, she kind of she kind of did it naturally, just like how any child does it, because she was still learning how to speak when I um, started living with them, spending yeah. the time with her. Um, so it was kind of natural, but it still felt really nice that like she was calling me dad, or sometimes I hear her from her room yelling like, "Hey, dad, come here," and I'm like. Well, I guess now I got to go because <laughs> um, uh, if you don't mind me asking, that, though, you know? <laughs> yeah, if you don't mind me asking, like, how old are your uh, stepkids? All right. So um, the oldest one, she is 12. Um, okay. The next one down, 11. Next one down, 10. So the two older ones are my daughters. The youngest one is my son. Though um, my son is the one who I, um, I think I spent a lot with. Only because when their real dad had, you know, did his thing and decided to do his own path, mm-hmm. he didn't really get to hang out with him, um, with my son as much. But with him being able to comprehend, play video games now, um, we play Overwatch, um, we're able to connect. And um, I feel like I have more of a connection with my son than my daughters. With my daughter, my two daughters, I'm still trying to work on it. And yeah. I know it just takes time, you know. Yeah, that that's kind of exactly the situation that I was with with my step siblings. Where uh, when Overwatch first came out, that's how I started playing with my stepbrothers. Um, but with my stepsisters, sisters, I couldn't really connect with them in that sort of way. Only with my yeah, stepbrothers. Yeah. So, um, I mean, yeah. now it's now it's like um, you know the oldest one. She's all over TikTok, um, and so um, <laughs> I am trying my absolute hardest to get on TikTok. But at the same time, I'm fighting myself because I, I always tell myself, let's just not go with, you know, what's popular nowadays. I keep telling you, just yeah. go on my profile. I mean, they both, they all, oh, both of them follow me. It's yeah. Fine. Yeah. So my, both my two daughters follow him, you know. So. We, we did a duet once. Yeah. See, there you go. So, you know, when Uncle is, you know. Yeah. And has there... Because I know I probably won't run into this issue. Um, yeah. There, there's a side chance that I would, but has there ever been a chance or ha- like a time where they just have gotten mad at you and they explicitly just said, you're not my dad and use that as um, an excuse? You know, that's a very good question. I, I For the whole three years um, I was with them or am with them, it I haven't really got that. And it's it's exactly. funny because the very first month that I've actually met them, or the second month, the third month, I, I guess it's it's kind of bad to say, but it's almost like I'm waiting for it to happen. Yeah, you know, it's 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 weird, you know. <laughs> yeah, because like, I feel the same way too. Like I, I'm you just know? waiting for my daughter when she's like 12 or 13. She's like, "Oh, you're not my real dad," and slams the door on my face. <laughs> like they, you know, it, it's it, it's kind of it's you know it's kind of sad to kind of expect that, but you know it's. When when you're when you're talking about children, you know they're they're 
emotions and thoughts are going all over the place, you know? So <laughs> with me, it's kind of like, okay, I'm, I want to put in the back of my head that they may happen one day and I want to prepare myself, you know, um, I don't even know till this day what I would do when that time comes still, you know, it, it's one of those things where it's in the back of my head, but then I don't look forward to it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you came up with like a plan <laughs> if she I, were to do that to you. <laughs> I would be specifically, it's like, yeah, for me, I'm thinking like, yeah, I'm not your real dad, but I'm the one that literally raised you. I'm the one that's been taking care of you every day. So yeah. Just, just do as I say. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I am your father. <laughs> yeah, you know, until you can pay the rent, you're you're gonna do as I say. <laughs> I like that. Straightforward, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like straightforward under my roof. You know my terms. <laughs> exactly. So when it comes down to um, this, isn't actually on one of the questions that I'm going to ask, but it just popped into my head, but discipline how would how would that go um would she that be is, the one you know so so that is really hard so so this might go yeah. a little bit too deep and you can stop me if, if it does but um in in very latin and mexican culture specifically mm -hmm. uh, and kind of like in my mom's family usually there's a lot of physical discipline um that goes on it, it's just it's kind of traditional there it's kind of how everyone was raised so that's how i was raised um and that's kind of the only thing that i really know how to be disciplined i never really gotten to talk to i mainly just kind of physically disciplined growing up um i had known growing up that i never want to do that to my own kids yeah um and sadly, like, I, I hate saying this, but like, there's sometimes where my daughter has really aimed me a lot where it has crossed my mind that like, you know, sometimes she needs a good spanking kind of thing. But mm -hmm. I, I don't do it one because like, I know I don't want to hurt any of my kids at all. Um, like just for my whole life. And then two, it's like, there, it, there's still like a gray area where like, even if I thought that was okay, there's still a gray area about like, even though I raise her and I'm taking care of her, she's not legally my daughter. So, you know, there could be some de definite complications. And I had conversations with my girlfriend where, you know, if I ever, you know, lay a hand on her, like physically hurt her, you know, the yeah. relationship's over and that I completely understand. Yeah. Um, so like I do my best to, you know, not be like my, my mom and how she raised me. Mm -hmm. Um, so like I have, I have yelled at her. I have gotten upset with her obviously, but uh, it, it does get pretty hard with how, how, with how I was raised and how, you know, I should be raising her, especially as like not legally my child. Yeah. That's um, it's funny you brought, you bring that up because um, my fiance who is also Mexican. <laughs> um, so they, they know um, that side of that culture that you're talking yeah. about. Um, as for me, I'm Filipino, and I grew up um, being disciplined that way as well. So when me and my fiance are having that little talk about being disciplined and stuff, I, I just said, stop right there. Um, I'm not going to be doing any disciplining. Um, I would be, you know, telling them to do this and that. Um, I would say I would, I would yell at them, raise my voice and whatnot. But as far as like any physical contact, no. The only physical contact yeah. that they get from me is mainly a big high five or a hug or, you know, anything like that. Yeah. As far as like anything offensive, it's like, no, nah, that doesn't even happen because I'm like kind of like you. I don't want to raise my kids the way I was raised, you know, um, especially nowadays, you know, um, 
they get CPS and anything, you know, <laughs> you know, it, it, it just, it's, it just goes, um, a long way. And, uh, with discipline, it, it's, it, it's a huge topic, um, in the household, but I think we, we have that very, um, on point now to where she does most or all of the, um, kind of like the Mexican culture, kind of physical, physical, uh, discipline, you know? Yeah. So she does that, and I'm over here saying, okay, well, if you don't do this, this is what's going to happen. So I'm more of like the wise um, individual of the house telling them this is what's going to happen if this doesn't happen or if that doesn't happen or whatnot. It, yeah. it, um, it, it becomes a little mentally um, exhausting sometimes. but Yeah, for sure, you know. especially with um, – like when my daughter like definitely starts acting up and mm-hmm. my girlfriend's at work, it, it can be mentally draining because I'm just kind of like, I have to sit here, kind of try to see what I can figure out without going too far kind of thing. Um, Cause like I said, legally she's not mine. I kind of have to go with, I, I need to get my girlfriend's approval whenever I think, you know, a discipline right. work with her. And then that's like waiting. I have to like wait for a text from her or usually if she is like in the house while, like, well, our daughter's acting up, then she'll discipline her. But usually um, if I'm around and she's not, I just kind of have to wait until I get, you know, confirmation if whatever I do is okay on her terms kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's the uh, same thing with me. Um, it's kind of like, okay, well, so-and-so um, is not paying attention in class with the whole distance learning right now, um, all distracted and everything what do you want me to do? You know? Yeah. <laughs> so she, she's a phlebotomist. And so her hands are literally like tied up all the time. So <clears throat> we always have a conversation at the end of the day where she comes home and, and I tell her, this is what happened. And this is what I think we should do. But what do you, what do you think we should do? And how can we come into an agreement of some, some form of kind of a discipline, you know? Yeah. Um, to make sure that they're paying attention in class or anything like that, you know. What about what about should you guys have children of your own? Like, do uh, you discipline them different from I, I stepchild? So definitely, if uh, if in the future we do have children of our own, that's biologically mm-hmm. mine. Um, I will definitely have a higher say in how I believe they should be disciplined. Agree. Um, yeah, but. Um, I, I do want to try to raise them the same as I'm raising my daughter now where yeah. I'm not, I'm not physical at all. Um, I do raise my voice sometimes, but I'm, I never get physical like my, like my mom did with me. So uh, I know that I do want to raise them the same, but I know that biologically I will, I will be able to have like a higher say in what I believe is the right way to discipline them in my terms right. kind of thing. For sure. Yeah. And I, I agree with, uh, Umberto here, um, when, when it comes down to, say, if I had a biological um, daughter or, 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 um, or son, um, with me, I, I mean, I got three kids right now. I, I To me, it's almost like um, I'm not going to raise them differently as I did with them. You know, they're, I think they're um, at the age where it's so early that you can pick up where, you know, the, the dad had left off. Yeah. And then just um, go from there. But I think for, for you, um, how, how old your, um, did you say your daughter was again? She, she just barely turned three last month. Three. So, so from there, um, it's almost like he has the advantage to where, um, you know, because as <clears throat> the earlier or the younger you are, the more information you can absorb, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my, my three kids right now, they're 
a little bit older right now, but I feel like I can get through them most of the time. Mm-hmm. And so if I were to have, or when I have a, um, a biological son or daughter, um, I would make sure that I would apply any kind of um, ways I've raised the three with, you know, with them. So yeah. that way. awesome. Because like if I ever <clears throat> dated someone who had a child, like I wouldn't want to discipline them the same way I would my biological one. I just feel bad yeah. if the stepchild should feel like kind of envious to be like, you know. Yeah. And, and like, why yeah. do you yell at him yeah. like that and not me? I'm like, well. You know, <laughs> and, it, and, and it does run through my head a lot. Like, um, it, like let's say, okay, my 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 uh, my son, my actual son, is four years old, and then they're gonna they're over there saying, "You bought them this, you got them that, you're doing this to him that you've never done to me." You know, like oh, stuff no. like that. Yeah, <laughs> spoiling is different. I'm spoiling the same. Yeah. Discipline would be well, different. I mean, the thing is, like that, that's gonna happen, and I think any family that that's that's yeah. what it was in my family where I feel like my mom spoiled. Uh, well, my parents spoiled my brother um, with everything, and we were both biological. Um, so I think it's like it, it doesn't matter whether it's step siblings or biological. It's it's usually gonna happen where the youngest one is gonna get spoiled. Pretty oh, much. Very true. Very uh, true. My and, sister. <laughs> actually, I was spoiled. My brother wasn't. What? And my and my younger brother wasn't. Wow. But I got I got the licks in. Though. I mean, <laughs> I got destroyed as a child, and I grew up to be uh, the kind of person I am today. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I did too, and like some like I I forgave my mom in the times that she went extreme in oh, the, mm. in the discipline. There, there have been times where I felt like yeah, like my God, I have been a crappy child. I I did deserve those. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was hard headed. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Same. Same. Um, so, like, th- there's definitely that stuff that they also got to learn. But there's also the the weird kind of conflicting issue. Um, let's say their biological dad buys them a cell phone. You mm. don't really have a right in taking that away from them because you're not paying for it, right? But if your bi- but if your biological son, you know, was, you know, has their cell phone, you can take it away because you're paying for it. Right. If someone else pays right. for it, you just don't really have that right there anymore. Yep, and that is why <laughs> I have I actually bought the three kids their cell phones, mm. and um, you know, like they I I think nowadays they need it, um, True. with with the school and everything. Um, yeah, um, and I, I feel like well, one of them, the youngest, is in a different school than the two, so mm. having them have their own little cell phones. You know, it's more of like a safety concern or issue. Yeah, um, especially now in 2020, it's it's pretty scary out there. Oh, true. You know, like back then, we didn't have cell phones, and no, our, we had bikes. Our we had paper cups. We, were. we had paper cups and string. <laughs> paper cups and string. <laughs> Hello. Oh <laughs> uh, man, got the note on that one. <laughs> got the note passing in school. Oh yeah, where you um you fold it up in a certain way, you you, you know play football with it, you know. <laughs> That's yeah, our texting, just, you know. <laughs> my mom's window if I need her attention. That's how. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what are some similar things that you found as a stepchild that you would notice um, now as a step parent? Um, definitely the, um, the lack of control that I would get, I noticed. Yeah. Because um, I know my stepdad, there, there have been times where I've been um, – a crappy child and my mom's been upset with me but like he can't really do anything he just kind of has to step off from that um and then with my daughter it's like there's been times where she's acting up there's times where you know i get upset with her but 
I can't do anything. I just got to wait until my girlfriend gets home when I got to explain what went on. So there's definitely yeah. that lack of control that went on. Um, I think that's the only thing I can really think of just because, mm-hmm. like I said earlier, they were both, both experiences um, are very different where I was, I was very late in my childhood when I got a stepdad, but then my daughter hears like very early in her child development where when I'm like in her in taking her place or taking the place of her father figure. Yeah. Cause um, how old were you when um, he stepped in? It was around like 11 or 12, like beginning of middle school is when it happened. Okay, so it's very similar to to my end because um, I I met them three years ago and they were still in elementary school, but one of them was going to middle school. So mm-hmm. yeah, so it, it's just like kind of two very different experiences, and um, as well as I know my dad, I have a good really relationship with my dad, but she she doesn't know her biological dad other than the video calls that happen maybe once every one or two weeks, kind of thing. Okay. Um, another question that popped up. How, how did you feel when you met um, her biological dad? Uh, I actually never met him yet. He lives oh, yeah. in, yeah, he lives in Washington. Um, okay. Oh, Damn. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> apparently, it was, it was when my girlfriend was living in Oregon, but that's her story to tell, so I'm not going to explain yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so he lives in Washington, so they only do video calls, so I never met him. Um, I know that my girlfriend is trying her best to make sure he's not really in the picture just because mm-hmm. she doesn't want him to be around her. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I, I never met him as far as I've, the, from the stuff that I've seen and the stuff that I've, uh, heard him like talking about and video calls and stuff. Um, I wouldn't want him near her either. I'd probably do my best to protect her, you know, she's not legally mine. I mean, she's still yeah. the one that I care for and she's my baby. So the guardian, yeah. <laughs> the guardian. <laughs> so no, I, I, I see what you mean. Um, I think it's pretty different when the, the biological dads, um, still lives in the same city, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And, um, I, th- after three years, I have actually met him um, on accident. Um, oh yeah. yeah, crazy yeah, crazy story Oops. went to this. <laughs> it, it was one of those things. So um, we we were out to um, um, celebrate us buying a house because we just purchased a house about a couple weeks ago, um, which is why this whole thing took a while. Um, we went to a Mexican seafood restaurant, and then um, the youngest saw you know his dad come in and then he left and I'm like, what are the chances of that? You know, um, we were on our way out. We, we took some time, like five, uh, five to six, seven minutes, um, mm-hmm. just sitting in the restaurant just so he can leave. Well, we walked out and the oldest one was able to spot out her dad in the car and was yelling for her dad. And he did a, a U-turn came by and I was like still walking across the street in the parking lot to yeah. um to go to the to the truck and right there he he was um saying hi to the kids and then he looked at me he goes hi i'm so-and-so and i was like i'm randolph and then that was it right there oh i did a u-turn went back to the truck because special yeah because <laughs> i wasn't planning on introducing myself um mm-hmm. i wasn't like seriously and he came around and he did that and I, I just wanted to get to the car, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, um, we went to the truck and we were just looking at each other like, did that just happen? 
<laughs> you know, I'm like, I guess it did. And everybody, you know, the kids were asking, are you okay? Like, how did you feel now that you met our dad? You know, I'm like, um, <laughs> I thought he'd be taller. You know, <laughs> That's the yeah. only reaction that I got, honestly. You know, like, um, that's the only reaction that I got. I thought he'd be taller, you know? And, and then we just went on doing our errands and stuff, and that was it. And the youngest one, Angel, he, um, the reason why he came up to me is because the youngest one was actually behind me. So I was literally between my son and his dad. And it's weird because I never put myself in that position or that situation to where, that would happen, but he was literally like right there, and then he was the the, the dad was like on that side. I'm like, oh geez, here we go. <laughs> yeah. So that was um a little awkward to say the least, you know. But well, it won't be awkward anymore. Yeah, yeah, you know, like um, <laughs> <laughs> so that part is done. That is done, <laughs> and 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 like like how your girlfriend is, um, how he how she tries to kind of kind of have her out of the picture. Kind of, mm-hmm. kind of um, have him at the picture. She's doing the same thing, um, but it's kind of hard when the kids are asking for the dad, you know. Yeah, and she can't really stop it, especially if yeah. there's some yeah. sort of like custody agreement sort of thing. Um, he has the right to see his kids as much as she does. It's just, you know, it, it doesn't matter how much she doesn't like it. It's just she can't stop it. Yeah. Um, so. Knowing what you know now, um, do you feel like you have the advantage, or did you feel like you had the advantage growing up as a stepchild? Um, like, I think I think the question is, um, when when you're growing up as a stepchild, um, do you have the advantage in teaching your stepchild or your your step or your daughter, um, like in in general? Like, I can more of like I can relate to you when you know when she grows up after. She turns yeah. like middle school years. Like you can tell her like when I grew up, you know, da 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 da, talk story and stuff like that. Do you feel like you have that advantage? I would say definitely, yeah. Uh, mainly in the aspect where I know that I'm not gonna, that we're not gonna keep it a secret that she's biologically not mine. So yeah, if whenever that time comes and she's still kind of confused about it or she hasn't come to terms with it, I can definitely like be there to relate with her, saying like, hey. I know how it is being with a step parent, um, mm-hmm. and I know that I'm not biologically your dad, but I'm here to take care of you, and I'm here because I love you. Um, right. So, I, I at least I, I I have that relatable aspect with her whenever she comes to terms with you know how how her raising has become. Um, so I can so I can kind of go with the right approach instead of just saying like, oh no, I'm I'm your dad. It doesn't matter whatever he says. I can just be like, well, yeah, there's complications, but. You know, I'm yeah. here to walk you through it, just like how I had to go through it growing up. No, that's um, I think that's um, a huge advantage because then, you know, because she's the only child too, right? Yeah. And you know, I, and I feel like um, she can definitely use her support, you know, because she'll she'll be like, you know, where's my dad or whatever, or um, you know, how she would start. I feel like she's gonna come to a point where she's gonna start questioning a lot of things, yeah. and. You know, you're gonna be able to just swoop in and fulfill that that support for her and tell her this is what happened, you know, or whatever you you want to throw down. You know, um, I feel like you have that advantage um, because you yourself is, you know, you're also you were also a stepchild, you know, mm-hmm. so you can just tell them like, hey, yeah, um, 
don't worry. Uh, I've been in that position before. You know, I mean, that's what I did in, um, with my kids right now. Um, growing up, I did have an older sibling. So I know what it's like to be the youngest. And then um, my, my little sister came about. So I was the youngest or the middle, the middle child. And my, um, sadly, my, my older brother had passed away. So I had to take on that role as the older, the eldest now. So it's, it's weird because I have three children. So youngest, middle, and oldest. So I'm, the only way I'm able to relate to them is say, I was like that before. And um, as the youngest, this would happen and so on. Yeah, you so, got all three. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like. Teach them how to fill in your shoes kind of thing. Yeah, basically. That's, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, for for me and my brother, uh, my mom would always tell me that because we had each other, it was a lot easier should we be re- separated from our uh, biological father. Yeah. Cause, uh, because that, for for mom, she said it was easier for us that way to cope and, and for the change. You know, it wasn't different. Uh, bec- yeah. It wasn't like a completely different atmosphere. <clears throat> and, yeah, so. All right. Uh, I want to thank you so much, Umberto. Uh, thank you so much for yeah, joining thank us. You. Thank yeah. you for responding to the post. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was yeah. A lot of fun. Very interesting topic, especially to talk about. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know how many. Um, how many times or we had this kind of topic being thrown out there. You know. Yeah. <laughs> true. So, but but um, we we thank you for um, you know coming in and uh, and also uh, we we know that you have uh, your social. Uh, plugs and all that stuff. So go ahead and give our listeners uh, uh, the info on where to find you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so basically, I do have a podcast myself. It's called the Lucid Streamers Podcast. It's where we talk about uh, basically anything gaming or streaming related. Because uh, I used to be a Twitch streamer, and my co-host, one of my good friends, is a Twitch streamer. Um, so that's where we kind of talk about that stuff. Sweet. Like I said, Lucid Streamers Podcast. Uh, then I am now starting a YouTube channel under the name Hallucidus. That is H-A-L-L-U-C-I-D-U-S. Um I'm still figuring out my niche there, but I am, <laughs> I am starting to put out content there as well. So that's kind of like where you can find me on social media and wherever you find me there, you can find my other social media as well. Awesome. All right. Thank you, man. In the next episode, we'll be talking about the most notable deaths of 2020. Thank you to White Wong Media and don't forget to like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Like, subscribe, share, and drop a comment on YouTube. All the links are down below. Thanks again for tuning in. See you next time.